The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Yeah, remember how uh, things got really exciting uh, on the campaign trail uh, during, um, uh, in, was it Montana, right? Yeah, Montana. Yeah, Montana. Uh, Greg Gianforte and Ben Jacobs had that little uh, kerfuffle. Oh, the, the reporter got Guardian. slammed by Gianforte was the now the congressman-elect, yeah, or has he been sworn in? He's been sworn in, uh, probably, he? I think probably, It was an yes. emergency session. Yeah, because... so he would have been sworn in right yeah. away, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. The night before the election, after most of the absentee ballots had been counted, he gets into the body, body slamming contest with uh, Ben Jacobs, the reporter for The Guardian, uh, knocked the, you know what, just listen to the, that audio, because I think that tells a story. Yeah, here's the audio of what we'll I We'll talk to you about that later. Yeah, but there's not going to be time. I'm just curious if you okay, have speak right with now. Shane, please. But you don't have to. Sick and tired of you guys. The last time you came coming. here, you did the same thing. Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. The last guy did the same thing. You were the guardian? Yes, and you just broke my glasses. You, the last guy did the same damn thing. You just body slammed me and broke my glasses. Yeah. Get the and... hell out of here. <laughs> um, okay. I'd like me to get the hot up here. I'd also like to call the police. And we're not going to dinner Can I get now. you guys' names? Hey, you gotta leave. He just body slammed me. You gotta leave. <laughs> Our names, my name's on the wall back behind me there, as in running for. Okay, so. Did he body slam him? <laughs> I mean, I get this picture of, like, WWE's got him over yeah. his head. You right, know? that's Just, what I want to know. There's no video, there's only audio. Right. So he could have claimed that the guy did anything. What does he mean by body slamming? Obviously, there was something physical, but you're Fox right. Fox News apparently saw it. They said that it was, you know, it was, it got physical. But if you hear the setup to it, um, it's not like he just went out and started hammering the guy. He was like, right. all right, whatever, I don't have time. And then yeah. nothing was said, and then you hear the shoving, which means the guy did something, the reporter did something physical that he found troubling. So yeah. shoved the camera in his face, the mic, whatever. Yeah, it was like, I guess it was, was it at his dressing room or something like that? That's what it seemed like. And he was aggressive. He was trying to basically bully his way in, right. in there. I, I've... I, I was, we were talking about this the other day. I, I used to work for a company, executive protection company, where this happens a lot. And it's usually like paparazzi or mm -hmm. other like press or whatever. But they are ridiculously, incredibly aggressive. They get into areas they're not supposed to be into. Mm -hmm. um, half the time, all, their entire point for doing this is to get a response. Like, they might not even have a story. They know that hey, this has been done to death. I'm just going to see how worked up I can get this guy. If I can get him to blow his top, then I got a story. And, and a story <laughs> means they get money. Y yes. Because you sell it to these companies if you're the paparazzi. I mean, they get a lot of money. If it's a big celebrity with a big story, huge. Well, well now, you can see the glasses <laughs> that Ben Jacobs was wearing because he has donated to, uh, them to the museum. 
That's in news, as in newseum. That's clever. That's yeah. in Washington, D.C. That's in Washington. Yeah. They were donated at, at uh, the request of the museum. They'll be on display in the Journalism Museum's collection. Uh, and the, by the way, full disclosure, his glasses, which were new, were paid, uh, which were made by Banana Republic, were paid for by The Guardian and his company, Health Insurance. <laughs> just, just so you know. This is, you know, this is a complete, this is why public figures have protective details and security. This is a complete, I mean, you, if you are pushed by some of these journalists, like in, in, the, mm -hmm. in these cases that far, anyone will blow their top. Yeah. And these, like I'm saying, these guys know that. They know that eventually they're going to get under their skin. There has to be, even at this lower level, at the, at the you know, state election level, there has to be some kind of security presence to be that buffer in between these guys. It's a complete, I mean, I would be livid if I was him, that there was nobody there in between them to stop this from happening. Well, should have been. It's Trump's fault. <laughs> of course, Trump. He's who created a more aggressive America. Yes, that's, who was it that said that? A lot um, of them. A lot of them have said it about a lot of situations now. I mean, all of the leftists have come out and said anything that's going on. There's a yeah. shooting, a stabbing, anything. It's Trump's fault for making more aggressive. Oh, these are guy? glasses, huh? These are nice glasses. Okay, well, here's, the, cheap. here's the thing with donating your glasses after something like that, mm -hmm. because they got <clears throat> broken during the scuffle. You might be giving yourself too much credit. You donated your glasses to a museum, even if it was Trump who did this, a right. president. Still not, I, I mean, it's a temporary huge story, but it's not like, uh, you know, uh, the jacket Lincoln was wearing when he got shot or something, right? <laughs> I mean, this is not, okay, 50 years from now, they decide to go through and start archiving all of the stuff that's been donated to the museum over the years. How valuable, is that in the more valuable end of the stuff or the less valuable end? Well, here's how they're filing the glasses. According to the museum website, uh, Jacobs has acquired a new pair of glasses and he will deliver his broken pair to the museum. The assault on Jacobs was just the latest in a series of attempts in 2017 to suppress press freedom in the United States. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. That's my problem with it. Yep. The latest in 2017? What interesting thing happened right at the beginning of 2017 during the January, mm, around the 20th? Gosh, um, you, uh, there was no press suppression uh, for the previous eight years right. or the eight years before that under George W. Bush with stuff like the Patriot Act. Yep. We've been living in 16, 20 years of this stuff. And now you're by, oh, okay. What was that Fox it, News reporter? That specific, I mean, that was one of the <clears throat> biggest, highest profile Rosen. cases. Rosen. Yeah, and I mean, it gets better. It gets better. Jacob's story inspired a GoFundMe campaign to raise money for new glasses. So it was a GoFundMe. They but were since, paid for by his NHS. But since his new eyeglasses were covered by his health insurance, and Jacob says he will donate the funds that were raised in his name to the Committee to Protect Journalists. Oh, my God. Um, I've there got is a committee Come on. to protect. Yes, you in the front uh, Yeah, Doc Thompson, Blaze Radio Network, yeah. got a question. <laughs> yeah. um, what is the Committee to Protect Journalists? Is that... It sounds like a we, scam. This sounds I'm like... I'm going to find out. Committee to Protect Wow, okay, because this journalists. sounds like something we should have started just to get some money mm -hmm. out of people. Wow. That's insane. And, but the, see, all of this goes together. This is why... I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say his motive was to start a scuffle to begin with. But they knew... This, for the left, this was a big defeat because they thought that sure. once this seat was vacated, they yep. could come in and, and take some ground. So there was a ton of media coverage on this. When they lost, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you got this hoopla turning into something else. All right, now here's... And, I will say this. The Committee to Protect Journalists looks like they do uh, take care of, of, of killed, uh, killed since 1992, imprisoned, missing. So people, journalists who actually were in right. harm's way, reporting on genuine They stories. go and help them out or it's, they try to protect them before stuff happens? Uh, I mean, do they here. rescue them or like, you know, okay, I was incarcerated. 
in uh, Botswana for challenging the government or something? Or is it, hey, we're going to go ahead and provide um, security or something? That's a good question. Um, Here's the other thing. I mean, listen, free speech, the First Amendment is, specifically free speech of the First Amendment, is powerful. It may be arguably one of, if not the most powerful tool we have. When you think about it, obviously, freedom of religion is center to you, but the ability to share ideas is at the center of making all of this work. It really is ground zero for personal freedoms. And we are in the media. We're not, I'm not a reporter, but we're in the media, so I am passionate about the First Amendment. But I feel like reporters, even though they can and have done a good job at times, give themselves a little too much credit. Mm. You know, where it's like, well, I'm a reporter. It's yeah. like, yeah, okay, that could mean good, or it could mean you're just carrying water for an administration. You're a propagandist, you know? CPJ promotes press freedom worldwide and defends the right of journalists to report the news without fear or reprisal. CPJ ensures the free flow of news and commentary by taking action wherever journalists are attacked, imprisoned, killed, kidnapped, threatened, censored, or harassed. Excuse okay, me. where the hell Harris. were they uh, a couple years ago in Florida when I challenged Marco Rubio? They security, security, we had a security issue, security issue. When I, I, I hollered a question as he was walking down the hall, and they wigged the hell out. Wow. We were at, and it was put on by one of the, um, I don't remember which group, but the right group or organizations that are out there that sponsor different groups. And um, I was, Marco Rubio was on stage speechifying, and he comes out, and it was within six months or so of his Gang of Ocho betrayal. And so he's walking down. And Those seem like such great days. Oh, when I know. Those were wonderful. When that was the worst thing we had to deal I know, with. the gang of eight, he betrayed <laughs> us, right. So he, and he, he wouldn't answer any questions. They, they never go on peop, uh, shows that will actually be challenged. And he, we had called and called, and they won't go on. So he's walking down the hall, and I knew where he'd be heading out. So I just positioned myself, and I was like, you know, 10 feet away from him. And I was like, Senator, what'd they pay you to sell out? What'd you get for selling out of the gang of Ocho Bill or whatever? And he was shocked that anybody's in the hall. And he wheels like this. And then they quickly swarm around him. Get the dime information. Right, that was it. That's what they did. I'm, Jason, I'm not kidding you. I was beyond a security, so I don't, I mean, I'm not threatening. And I did, wasn't coming at him. I was leaning like this against the wall. I was like, Senator. And they swarm around him, head down that, and they push him out. And a girl goes, security, we need security. And, and I go like this. Are you kidding me? Security? I'm right. <laughs> security? How am I a security threat? So then they were trying to boot me out of there, and we were there to broadcast and stuff. And we had a couple of other uh, shows that were in a, another secure room where you could go in and do interviews. And uh, they're like, sorry, you guys can't kick Doc out. As they were like, she's like, what do you mean? Because he's on with me in an interview in 10 minutes which I had not scheduled. And I was like, sorry, you got to go. She's like, well, I don't know. And then there was another friend doing a show from Des Moines. And he's like, yeah, he's on with me after that. And they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> whatever. But this is what I found out. One of those friends was scheduled uh, to do an interview with Marco Rubio. He had set this up forever. Marco was on stage, comes out of a doorway, hallway, and then another doorway for this media room. And you go in and it's, I don't know, 30 by 30 room or something with, uh, broadcasters set up all along the perimeter like this. He's broadcasting there, had an interview set up with Marco Rubio. Marco went into a different private room, called into the radio station. Oh, wow. Would great. not do it in person right there. Interesting. Because they wanted the control. This is what I'm talking about, you know? Mm. So I get reporters going into challenging these people. You need the information, you can stand up for it, but 
There's a difference, There's though. Suicide. You talk about, you know, I, 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 we used to really support the media and really respect them and, right. and trust them, but now it almost seems like they've gone into this phase of, and this, this, this situation is dangerous to a guy that had no news but wanted to create news. Right. They want, they want to create it. So there's a difference between reporting on it, and that's what you should do. Mm -hmm. Hold government in check by reporting on the things that you see. But don't try and create something. Like, he, he's, he's, he's almost crossing the border of, and I don't condone what happened to him. You know, mm -hmm. it got physical and it shouldn't have. Right. But he's at that point of trying to create news when there's not nothing there. It's he's just, creating the story. He's creating yes. the story. It, and it's, 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 I mean, I've been talking the last few days about this collusion thing, which in my mind, a whole lot of it is created. They don't even have anything on this, but they're creating this story. They're, they're wielding it. They're crafting it. They're not even sure if it's true. Well, right. So it's anonymous sources, but they're, they're linking in all of these Russia things and different things, which, okay, if you believe there's something there and you start an investigation, whether a reporter or, you know, uh, investigators, and you start laying it out, that's fine. If you're on the left and doing that, I support it. Let's get the information. However, you put all of this together, which may not be connected at all, but yet the big thing... Russia and Hillary's affiliation with it, you know, during the campaign and then the allegations of her with the mining company and all this stuff, you pretend that doesn't exist. So you're willing to lump all of this in together to take down Trump, but ignore this other part of Russia. You can't have it both ways. Right. Well, the biggest, the biggest <clears throat> thing for me was with the, the Comey letter, the Comey memo. Right. So I, I remember this was in, in the New York Times for crying out loud. So I'm reading through this and they're like, oh, yeah, so... Sources said that he had the, has this memo that says the actual day when Trump said lay off of uh, General Flynn. Well, you used to keep on reading into it, into it, and at the bottom of it, it says, well, we don't have possession of the memo. We haven't seen the memo. Basically, it was associates, friends of Comey, right. called us and said, hey, we like totally got this information, you know, and it's like, here, I will read a portion of it. We a portion. We don't have context. We don't even know if this thing is real. But they reported on it as if it was real. And, and, and when you what? go down the bullet point, it, was, it failed 10 times. So first of all, unnamed sources, right, so we don't know who it is, got a memo that Comey wrote no, no proof. There wasn't audio. Mm -hmm. He supposedly wrote immediately after these meetings so he could document, write down what he said, like a diary, basically. It's not even a memo. Think of it as a diary. So unnamed sources said Comey, at the time, jotted down notes after the meeting. They, the New York Times, did not see it, right? They uh, had portions of it read to them over the phone. That's, that, that's like, what, Any one of those makes you go, we cannot take this as gospel. What, what, do you think Woodward and Bernstein would have reported on this? Right. They wouldn't have touched this. It's, I know it's in journalism school, they say get, so you, tr you double and right. triple check this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. You don't just like, if there's a rumor, there's conjecture, whatever, you don't just report it out there as if it's gospel. You have to get proof of this. Before Wasn't you it Woodward it. that came out recently and said, look, you guys, you got to quit doing this crap. That, and, wasn't that at the White House correspondence? no one uh, listened to him. Yep. Yeah, no one, they all probably looked at, yeah, you go back in your cage, old bird. Yeah. A couple of months back, I was at a, um, Bob Woodward had a uh, new book out, and uh, he gave a, um, you know, they go around the country and they'll read portions of it and take questions in Arkansas, where I live. And we went to it. There's maybe a couple dozen people in the room. And as progressive as you know a lot of media people are, and I don't know exactly where Bob Woodward but I automatically, you know, think they're more to the left. Uh, he was really, really pointed and made a lot of sense about being unbiased. And he was, and I was like, wow, uh, if we had more of that, where it's like, listen, you, you must be unbiased in this stuff. You must painstakingly do whatever you can 
to break down any of your biases if you expect to be respected and we want good things to happen and it's not happening. And the bias is one of the biggest problems we have and that because of that bias is the reason why they're manu it's, it feels like they're manufacturing these stories. Well, and then you also question trust in the future. Right. They, could, they could actually come out with eight by 10 glossies of Trump violating the law and many of us are gonna, okay, those are doctored because I know, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. because I can't trust you, you've proven it to me. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951.